Vanessa, this is a type of episode you may not have known that we started doing this year. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Marty. Um, that insinuates that I listen to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess not. <laughs> Well, actually, I do because you, your your room is off of the living room and the doors are open, so I do hear. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, so this is a short form type episode where it's mainly just one topic in a, in a lot shorter format. So I don't have to do an introduction. Actually, you just did. All right, Vanessa, you're on this episode because at the end. Okay, wait a minute. I didn't oh, have Lord. to do an introduction, but now I got to do something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping you here. In the you just stay parked in that seat for the next 20 yeah, minutes or so. Stay here and we're going to talk a little bit. Okay, what are we going to talk about, Marty? So at the end of March, beginning of April, you and I took a trip out to St. Louis, Missouri, hopped in a car, uh-huh. drove an hour and a half away uh-huh. to Bland, Missouri, uh-huh, down a long, dirt, winding road. I think it was gravel. But I mean, gravel road. It, it does make a difference, though. If there's a single washout. lane, uh huh. Had no signal on my phone, uh huh. Out to a place called the Gamers Ranch. It was fantastic. We met up with two wonderful guys from Tantrum House. Or am I jumping ahead because I was super excited about meeting them? No, that's it. Uh, Will and Jonah uh, met us there because the whole purpose of this trip was that three publishers, Inside Up Games, Eagle Griffin Games, and Queen Games invited a lot of content creators to come hang out at the Gamers Ranch over the weekend. They were going to show us a lot of games they have coming out, like on Kickstarter and stuff. And it was a chance to get a lot of content creators who had never met each other to meet, to kind of uh, work together and do some collaborations. The listeners may be thinking, what, what was I doing there? Tony could not attend. <laughs> so I went in Tony's stead, and I I said that I was a part because I support you and I do the intros. <laughs> yes. And I had a great time meeting everyone, and I'm excited to talk about this. Let me just go through the content creators that were there. So we mentioned Tantrum House, which is Jonah and Will. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was James from Little Meeples, who's a photographer. We had Mick Starla and their son Grant from Our Family Plays Games. We also had all the Meeples of the Rainbow, which was Steph and Michael. Blue Peg, Pink Peg was there, Rob, Christine, and Brandon. Board Game Coffee with Mark and Brittany, Grant Lyon, Danielle Standring, and Man vs. Meeple, which was Ryan, uh, David Waybright, and his wife, Alicia, and Emily. And plus, very famous designer, the Tale of Lasarda was there, which was super exciting to meet him. Yes, yes. I, for me, I didn't know. Everyone was geeking out all over the place, and it was nice kind of watching that. Well, meeting Vital was Pretty yeah, cool, because yeah, I've been a fan yeah. of his games for, for quite a while. And he was very cool. He was mm-hmm. so down to earth and very cool. Okay, let's back up. So we pull up, because we're thinking we're in the middle of nowhere. What is this going to be? It's like you suddenly turn a corner and it's, ah, it is a gamer's paradise. Huge house with a man-made lake that's stocked with fish and you can canoe and kayak. First of all, it was on like 167 acres. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like, I'm just talking about the outside stuff. Okay. There's an 18-hole disc golf course. Uh Uh-huh. Around the lake. Yeah, the big lake with piers and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Three fire pits. Yes, forgot about that. Go, You go inside and then it's just massive on the inside. Huge living areas, big kitchens, and huge gaming rooms. Yeah, it was very beautiful, very top state-of-the-art kitchen island. It was very open. It's perfect for a large group of people. And we had uh, 20, 25 people there, including all the publishers that were there, too. And what's so crazy about this is it's called the Gamer's Ranch because literally you ain't got to bring a game. No. In the game room, there are hundreds and hundreds of board games he has set up. And a lot, and he keeps them up to date with the latest stuff. And it's not just board games. It was the board game area, all alphabetical. The way they were organized was unbelievable. So we had a large room with all these games, alphabetical, hundreds, hundreds. And then out in the main room, there was the board game. BGG 100. Yes. Thank you. BGG 100. And then there was another. New games. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So that was just incredible. So then in that room with all the board games, there was a pool table or a couple pool tables. Uh, Yeah, there was that. There was a ping pong table. A ping pong table, yep. And then you go to another room, and there were like four pinball machines. And we're talking super nice pinball machines, like Mandalorian. And then there was the PC gaming area. How many 
PCs did was they it, have set was up? It eight or so. Basically, it was for land gaming oh, where you could just sit down and, and play. And then there was a DDR machine. I don't yes. know if anybody did that one, yeah. but that was yeah. back there. Back dance, dance, the revolution. And so it was all the board games, but what we were blown away with, there was a whole shelf of pre-built magic decks, and we immediately sent oh a uh, a picture to our son because he's really into magic. Basically, you just go there and just pick up a commander deck and start playing. Upstairs was a Lego building station. Oh my gosh, it was like a a I don't know a six foot table, and it was just covered with Lego pieces, covered. And then there were some things already built. You just go, you just just build whatever you want. And then there was also a miniature painting area. With like hundreds of paints, paintbrushes, <laughs> all the supplies. You just had some models out there if you just want to sit down and practice painting and stuff. And I can't express how everything is so neat and organized. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Yeah, it's one of those things that is, again, it's called Gamer's Ranch in Bland, mm-hmm. Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a group of 20 people or so, uh, I think we figured out the cost. Uh, it was like... per person for like 20 people or so. It's not a bad deal. Four days uh, hanging out there. It's, it's, it's worth it. So, all right. So that's the facilities, which were just mind blowing. I want to say, because we just said it was so organized and so um, well thought out. I have to say that about the organizers of it. Yeah. And now it was called Adam. It is Agora for tabletop opinionated minds. And it wasn't, a convention. It was a time for content creators to come together to work, to meet each other, to work together and promote the hobby. Yes, yes, exactly. And the publishers that were there, they had some Kickstarters that are, you know, getting ready to crank up and stuff. We'll talk about a few of those in a second. Sure. That was kind of showing off some of those things. But the main thing they said, look, we just want a lot of different people in this space who maybe never met each other come hang out. And do things like me as a podcaster knows nothing about TikTok or short form uh, uh, videos like on Instagram and stuff. So it was cool to see uh, Danielle and Grant do their work. The amount of work that goes into those short it 30 second, one minute. Incredible. I mean, hats off to them for all the work they, they go into. The, in fact, make sure to go look for them on TikTok or Instagram because they're going to be posting uh, the stuff that we did. Why don't, at the end, we'll go through everybody and give how they can find. Oh, I don't know if I, that means that's work. I've got to go find them all. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe I can put that in the show notes. <laughs> well, you said as a podcaster, you didn't know about TikTok or whatever. I want to say as a layperson, I don't know about podcast. I don't know about any of it, <laughs> but. I know a good time. <laughs> and you had a good time? I did. Let's just start. Let's tell everything that we did. All right. There, there was an itinerary board. I was very impressed with that. There was an itinerary <laughs> board. And the and the thing was, is there are some games, if you want to learn how to play, you sit down and play them. So, for example, uh, Eagle Griffin Games has a game coming out from Vital called Inventions. Uh, I sat down and played this game. If you like Vital's heavier games, uh, like Lisboa, etc., Weather Machine just came out. You're going to want to check out Inventions because it's also another mind-blowing game. But I think his stuff gets better and better each time because the board is laid out in such a way that it's one of those, I'm not even going to try to explain what it is. You you take an action, but what was so cool is on the board, the steps of each action of where you put your uh, piece tells you exactly what you get to do with that action. So there's no reference sheet that you're looking at. It's written directly on the board, which is nice. And his really his thing is being able to create combos where if you do this, I get to do this and do that and do that and make a real rewarding turn. This is absolutely no different. And this is going to be coming out on Kickstarter sometime in June. So you want to keep an eye out for that if you're a fan of his. So that game was Kickstarter. It took you how long to play that? And you played that actually with him, with the designer. Yes. So that's pretty cool. He, he taught us the game. It was probably three hours, three and a half hours, but the, but the teach was 30 minutes. So if yeah. you've ever played any of his games, they are super in-depth. Obviously, if I was to sit down and play again, it would go much quicker because I already kind of know how to play. Yeah, that really looked like a neat game. So Inventions coming out on Kickstarter. Another one of his games that I got to sit down and play, which is a simpler game, is called Bot Factory. One of my favorite games from him is called Kanban. Bot Factory is a simplified version of that game that only plays in like 60 to 90 minutes, depending on the player count. Uh, I played with our family games, had a great time sitting down and and playing with them. And uh, it really does feel like Kanban, but just a simpler version. And he said he's going to start doing more of those because another game he was showing off there is like a simpler version of The Gallerist, which I was a big fan of. But it is a long game. It takes a long time to get to the table. So I'm a fan of these games that have the feel of the longer game, but just in a shorter time period. So let's go through all the games that you played, and then we'll touch on some of the crossover content 
Okay. Well, I'm also going to highlight some things I didn't get to sit down and play. Terminus. Uh, oh, I heard a lot of people talking about Terminus. Lot, yeah, Terminus was a big hit. Uh, it's an Inside Up Games, currently on Kickstarter right now. It's one of his heavier games, Inside Up Games, heavier games as they've put out. Uh, it's a track laying and stuff like this. So I didn't get a sit- chance to sit down and play it, but a lot of people really enjoyed that game. Earth, we're actually going to be playing that very soon and covering on an upcoming episode, but that is already out. Uh, America, also Inside Up Games. Also Inside Up Games. Queen Games was showing off their Stefan Fell City Collection. Marrakesh is coming out. They have an Essentials version, which is basically a cheaper version of the big Kickstarter game. I got to play it at Origins. If you like Stefan Fell and you want to check it out, keep an eye out on them because they're going to have some other games coming out on, on Kickstarter. So there were a lot of games there that the publishers were showing and wanted you to play, but we also had the opportunity to play just some fun games with the publishers i'm thinking of connor yes yeah uh we play, got to play nekojima yes uh, from a, a company called unfriendly games yeah so we played with connor and brandon from blue peg pink peg mm-hmm. and i loved that game which is like a dexterity game it's very simple there's like a, a circular board breaking up into four quadrants but it is also strategy to it yes yeah yeah and and you roll two die uh-huh. and this and this colors that represent the different quadrants you're going to be putting pieces on the board which are basically two Dowels. Dowels. Connected by a, a cord. string. A cord. Yes. yes. Yeah. A, a small, thin rope. And you have four groups of those. So it was sizes and colors. Yes. So, mm-hmm. so it's very simple. All you got to do is make it so that uh, a dowel is in each of the colors. So, for example, if you did red and green, mm-hmm. one dowel must be dice. standing on what? green, mm-hmm. one must be standing on red. But the thing is, the, the rope that goes between them. Well, it can't touch anything. And each of the team members has to put down a dowel. That's hard. Yes. Like you're holding one and I'm holding one and we have to each put one down. And the dowels are different sizes. So one may be tall, one may be short. Yeah. But once you're done, the uh, rope- Nothing can touch anything. The cord that's running between the two can't touch anything. Not the dowel, not the board- now Not you can, another string now or you can, cord. You can stack a dowel on top of a dowel. You can do that. Which a lot of that was done. And so basically you just keep going till somebody knocks it over and then the, yeah, the game had ends. that little Jenga aspect of yes. you're going to lay one and it's all going to fall apart. I'm trying to remember. So we had four different groups of dowels. And would you say there were four or five dowel sets within those? Uh, yes. Yes. So we thought it would fall before it did. So there at the end, we were trying. We were, both teams were working together. We wanted to get every dowel set out there. Yeah, it's funny. It started out as competitive and the yeah. further we got. Wait a minute. We left out a major component. Meow. Meow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Was it cats? Yeah, it's cats. All right. So it's all about cats hanging on telephone poles. Yeah. So you're pulling out pieces out of a bag. Uh-huh. And if you happen to, uh, which represents the cords. Uh-huh. And if you happen to pull out a black piece, that means after you've placed your two dowels, you must hang a cat on a cord, yeah. which really screws things up. You're choosing for the other team. So like we rolled and we chose and told the other team yeah. where to put their dowels and if they had to hang a cat. Yeah. And that, that got difficult. But like you said, at the end, we were so close to having every dial placed. Uh-huh. And Connor said, I've never seen anybody do that. So then our goal was to try to do it. But I ended up knocking it over with like one or two pieces. Left. It was getting tough. We we were at the next to the last. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it might have been Connor's first time playing. I mm. can't remember. I can't remember who brought the game. I can't either. It might have been David. Was it? It was. It was. It was David. Okay. And David's wife, Alicia, was there. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Also, for the first time ever, you and I got to play Camel Up. I can't believe we never played Camel Up before. Well, you know, you're you're the game bringer to the family. You can't fault me. That's true. <laughs> now, we did just play Camelot. That was the, on you. We did just play Camelot, the card game that, that we'll be talking so about we later. We played but. the board game version at Adam, and it was a lot of fun. I mm-hmm. really liked it. Then we played the card game version. <laughs> yeah. I was like, where's the board piece? Over Easter. Yeah, yeah. Where you are like, the dice, You like Marty? the dice. You like the dice. where plastic, are the dice? <laughs> little plastic pyramid that you squeeze. So, yeah. So, while we're there, we're playing a lot of different games. And there were games going on constantly all over the place. Or people may have been playing ping pong or doing stuff. A lot of us went out one day and played nine holes of uh, disc golf. But it was more than that, Vanessa. Because on Friday night, we got to play mall night long. Mall night long. That was so much fun. Which was uh, basically uh, from the old podcast flip the table chris uh, the moderator runs that and i've played that before 
So that, it's virtual for those of you that don't know. Yes. He he is running it via Zoom, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has it set up to where it looks like an 80s game show, mm-hmm. complete with commercials and prizes all from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the premise is you go through a mall, you go to a department store, the food court, a record store, and you have like a video rental, a video rental. Yep. And you, it's kind of sort of trivia, but not really. Mm -hmm. It's something that everybody can answer. Yep. And it ends up usually the last thing he does is he shows you items from eBay and you have to guess what the value or what they're trying or what they listed that item yeah. at and it's yeah. crazy stuff like it's... random electronic parts yeah a melted atari 7600 yeah. stuff like that yeah yeah that was a lot of fun and that is a good team building exercise mm-hmm. so that was really that was really cool and he runs those for anybody basically you can just go out to his website uh from all night long and basically schedule them and he'll run a game for you for your family and stuff yeah and i think that was a really good price too mm-hmm. Then on Saturday night, we did something I've never done before. <laughs> it was karaoke night. It, it was karaoke night. <laughs> and a lot of people are into karaoke that I did not realize. <laughs> a lot of people are into show tunes, which I was really surprised at. How many show tune songs do we, how many songs from La Miz did we hear? <laughs> there were a lot. And let me tell you, they could sing. Probably one of the, one, I, they could sing. One of the ones that kind of blew me away that night was Michael. All the Meeples of the All Rainbow. All the Meeples of the Rainbow, who's saying, I'm just a sweet transvestite from a Rocky Horror Picture Show, complete with choreography. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, okay, you it must was have practiced this somewhere. It was amazing. And let me tell you, from our family plays Ooh. games, not a dry eye in the house. Starla. <laughs> Starla. Oh, man, she can sing. She sang so well she did two songs it was beautiful she sang beautiful she started out uh with uh midnight, midnight train, train to, to georgia. georgia and we said well, we want to hear one more we want to hear one more <laughs> she came back and sang a song from i believe it was brandy um but it was she did an amazing job yeah and for the first time ever i actually did karaoke you did you did and you, um yeah mm-hmm. yeah you did <laughs> so I thought I would pick a song that was really loud, so it, the the instruments would be louder than me. And I forgot how high the song gets. I was just thinking of the verse of "Pour Some Sugar on Me" of a bit Def Leppard, which is pretty low. But then I forgot how high it gets in the chorus, and then I was just hoping people would just start singing along. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't singing along; they were looking at me, and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> you came up and planted a kiss on me on stage. Well, it was sugar. You said pour some sugar on me, so I, I did. gave you some sugar. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that we're missing um, that, we, that we did and everything. It was just, again, so there was a lot of stuff that was going on that we weren't a part of. It's just games and activities and stuff. Well, I want to talk about the food for a minute because okay. the food, I was kind of worried about the food set up. So everyone brought some snacks if they wanted to, and we just set them in the kitchen on a on the shelf there but the coordinators the guys had just all kinds of snacks and water and stuff for us and then they had catered each meal every night yes yeah which was super nice so it was really nice just be able to time you want to go get something to eat you can just go grab something out of the fridge and make something yeah, they had it set up very well now there's some weird things that were eight because one of the okay so one of the collaboration there were things, some weird things there were eight, eight, eight that some weird things eight. that were said uh, <laughs> uh, um so one night uh the 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 short form people wanted to do basically like beer pong except with oh, meeples. Wait a, minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, so now we're getting into the collaborative thing. Yes, but I, this ties into the food thing. Yeah, because yeah. it was a bunch of glasses with some of it not so bad. Gatorade, water. There but, were three bad. There were three good. Yeah, there was apple. Uh, wait a minute, three good. Uh, Gatorade, uh, water, and then there was like a clean green juice. Yeah, I I thought it was bad because it didn't look good, but it actually was a good tasting. Apple cider vinegar. Now the three bad apple cider vinegar, salsa, and, and sour cream. And sour cream that had been room temperature, and yeah, so basically you're you're crossing the t- table, and if you get a meeple in, the other person has to drink it. I ended up having to drink the sour cream. Mm-hmm. It had chunks in it. I don't know where the chunks were coming from. Basically, I just I just gulped it so I wouldn't it wouldn't sit in my mouth too long, so I wouldn't gag. I'm glad karaoke was the night after that. <laughs> but I think the worst <laughs> that's good. I think the worst thing though had to be that vinegar. 
apple cider vinegar. I think Danielle's the one that had uh-huh. the... I was like, uh-huh. you're going to be hurting later on. She went... Mm. Didn't bother her. No, it didn't bother her. <laughs> and also... But you talk about setup. It took a long time to set that up, and they had it planned very well, mm-hmm. and cameras at different angles, and... and... A lot of the videographers were just constantly just taking clips and videos the entire time that they're going to ba- basically put out together at some point in time. Uh, we recorded a little segment of Blue Peg, Pink Peg, about couples and gaming, which will mm-hmm. be released at some point in time in the future. Mm-hmm. They were talking to a lot of the different couples there. And then you and I, <gasps> dun, dun, dun. talking of food, talking <laughs> of collaboration, we brought in a lot of guests for a special taste bud segment recorded on site, which one group had grits that we bought and brought and made. <laughs> and then another group had a candy bar that also contained Carolina Reaper bits in it. So that you bought from a local store here. Yes. So let's jump over and go hear that. Time for a special segment of Rolling Dice and Taking Names, Taste Buds. And Marty, we have some special guests here with us today, don't we? Uh, yes, we do. In fact, uh, this is interesting. This is the first time you've actually been on a Taste Bud segment, too. Uh, yes, because y'all taste some really gross things. And luckily today, we are bringing something very <laughs> delicious from the South for our... Um, Esteemed is it guests. international? Esteemed, I international was going to say guests. guinea pigs, yeah. but we'll go with esteemed international guests. That's it. Okay, yeah. So let me set this up here. Let me t- explain where we are. We're at a special uh, gathering called Adam, A T O M, which Connor's here from Inside Up Games. Connor, I don't remember what that stands for. Thanks to lovely Travis of Queen Games, it is the Agora for Opinionated Tabletop Minds. I don't even know what Agora means. No, that's incorrect. I spelled autumn. So it is actually the Agora tabletop of a tabletop opinionated minds. That makes more sense. Okay, it's a bunch of people getting together, content creators and publishers just to hang out. Nobody knows what it is, right? (laughs) And that's where you're going to hear a bunch of different voices. And unfortunately, because we traveled here on plane, we've only got two mics. So we're going to have to pass mics around here. So let me go around the table and explain who we have here. First, we have Mark and Brittany from uh, Board Game Coffee. Hey, how's it going? You may see them on YouTube do incredible jobs of game reviews and game plays. Uh, uh, Mark's an incredible videographer, and it's like he's one of the like the. I watch your videos are just really super top notch. So, oh, thanks, thank Marty. you. And from Canada, which yes. is why you're here, because you've Ooh. never had We've grits, never had right? Grits. Never had. Grits. I don't even know what so a grit exciting. is. This right. is there's grit in sandpaper. Somebody showed me a picture of that yesterday, and I was like, that is not how I would have pictured a grit. Yes. Well, we'll explain what it is in just a second. Let's go on down the table to James, who's with Little Me- Little Meeples. He has a, a wow, Marty. English photographer. I was gonna say videographer, but a photographer who does some amazing pictures. And I believe Connor, you actually use him for your games for Inside Up. Yeah, anyone looking for an amazing photographer and videographer, oh, highly recommended James <laughs> from Little Meeples. And even if you aren't looking for one, check out his Instagram feed. One of the best things he does is super short, really well shot videos, but also teach you how to play the game. Wow, this is just a long commercial. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah, we have an Instagram page where we share a lot of family-related games. So if you have kids and or older kids this good place to check out games that works for them and you just heard from uh, Connor earlier from uh, Inside Up Games who makes some incredible uh, games that we've covered many times on the show before have we met shut up Connor, Connor and I love each other. We're, we're really best buds. We're always like picking on each other and everything like that. And we're all, who's also from Canada so far, four people from Canada and a special guest from Portugal, the esteemed designer, some of the most incredible heavy games you probably played recently, such as Lisboa and most recent, recently Weather Machine, Vital Assertive. Welcome to the show, man. Woo! Thank you for having me here. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> 
So it is, it is, by the way, I just played one of your latest games, Inventions, which will be coming out soon. We'll be talking about more of that on the show. I, after playing it yesterday, had to go take a nap because my head hurt. Yeah. But head hurt in a good way. It's a good, it's it's a, good it's, to me to hear that. So. <laughs> it's a good game. I just flew like 7,000 kilometers just to hear that. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. So let me explain what we're going to be having today. So this is Grits. Grits originated in the 16th century among the Native American Muscogee tribes of the southeastern United States, including Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. So these tribes are credited with grinding dried corn into coarse, gritty texture and serving it to the Europeans, that, or the settlers that came here. So that's how they came to be and why they're a, a big deal down in the south, because that's where they originated from. So Vanessa, if you wouldn't mind, we got uh, five bowls here that we're going to scoop out grits to everybody. Now, these have been sitting for a while, so hopefully they're not too cold, cold as we got everything set up. Now, I will say a caveat. They didn't have normal tabletops. Tabletop salt. Wow. <laughs> Table salt. It's early in the morning here, y'all. You could sell that. I guarantee you could sell tabletop, tabletop salt. That's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. heck you would. So. You have your own booth at Gen Con. Um, so I had to use Himalayan pink salt, which I've never used. To me, it's not got a strong of salty flavor. So if you need to add more salt, feel free. And we also have some cheddar cheese here. If you want to crumble a little cheese on top, that is totally up to you. So as, as a newbie, mm -hmm. what is what is normal? Do you normally get really salty? Do you normally put cheese? Like what is the go-to? Salt, salt to taste. If you just need more salt, add more salt. And personally, I like I like it pretty salty and pretty buttery. I mean, who doesn't like butter? That, that's true. That's true. So Vanessa is now like putting individual pats of butter on everybody's bowl. We're going to bring her back to Canada with us. She is a hostess. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like melted vanilla ice cream. I'm yeah. going to go with it doesn't taste like melted vanilla ice cream. It does not taste ice cream. Like, nor the, is the uh, consistency <laughs> like ice cream. <laughs> so speaking of desserts, some places in the South do eat it with uh, sugar. Oh, yeah. So they'll put sugar on it. Um, so the... Oh, thank you. Yeah, it'll be the texture for you. So as usual for a for a podcast, no one can see that they didn't serve. Okay, they're finally serving themselves. I was a little <laughs> bit worried. They sat down, they gave us a bowl. <laughs> like, go ahead, you eat it. You <laughs> I guess we're just supposed to mix the butter up. Mix the butter up. Mm. And then uh, once you fill it, it's good. And here's the thing. If you take a taste, you need more salt, put a little more salt on there. And then we'll just do some reactions to one of the more well-known southern cuisines grits which is typically used in breakfast foods but also in the uh, coastal south carolina and in new orleans shrimp and grits is extremely popular where you make spicy a sauce mix it with the grits and have um uh, boiled boiled shrimp usually mm -hmm. boiled shrimp mixed in with the grits very popular yeah i was actually talking to uh david from mvm yesterday and he just kept mumbling on about shrimp and grits yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah over over yeah, yeah. This thing. shrimp and grits and eventually mark and i'll tell you what we thought it was before and after we've tasted it after we've tasted it. what you thought grits were yeah i gotta say right now grits look gross yes <laughs> <laughs> this was i served babies when <laughs> all right uh are we doing this Should we not at the same time uh, if you want if you want to at the same time go ahead well, i want to i want to you want to go one at a time all right yeah we'll just pass it <laughs> down since we have Brittany's one mic in. we'll pass down the mic and get each person's reaction first is Brittany from board game coffee <laughs> I actually don't mind the grit. I was expecting it to be sandier, and it's smoother than I thought. So mm -hmm. one of the one of the things is it's, you have to cook it for like thirty minutes, low and slow, and try to get it more creamy. I like it. I I like it. Yes. So is this is this like a? Come on. So is this like a pre-made thing? It's like come, does it come out of a packet and you just like? So the this is like basically I can show you it. It's, it's ground. Uh, dried corn in a bag, and then we mix it with water and milk and butter, salt and pepper, and just like 30 minutes till it gets to this right. consistency. It's very creamy. Well, that was no, that wasn't in question. <laughs> it's clearly creamy. I'm, I'm nervous. He, he is nervous. He's a texture person. Oh, oh. oh. Shaking his head, no. Shaking his head, no. Mark, okay. I'm trying. Yeah. How can I express well, this? Then I have to try it wincing. again. Right now, Mark is wincing. It's like no. How does this come out? Turn it upside down. Turn the bottom. No, I don't want cheese. No cheese. Definitely no cheese. I don't like cheese at all. I don't. Well, on pizza. Maybe okay, so it doesn't matter what Mark thinks about like grits. Cheese. He doesn't like cheese. So he okay. always has, oh, weird, yeah. he has weird standards. All right, while he mixes that up, James, why don't you go ahead and jump in there? 
We should need some drinks. That's my second bite. It's <laughs> <laughs> a visceral reaction. So, Mark, like huh? Mark, we weren't sure what it cheese. was at the start, but after seeing it, we'll it's, it's, it's what I expected to be like from what I can see from it. It's cooled off some. They usually start very hot. Yeah, it has little bits in there. So you're you're pretty much done, but you're not done. Mm-hmm. Because you still got still got things in there to chew mm-hmm. for a while. And it kind of coats your mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about yesterday how it seems like this is a dish that every culture has in some sort of form. Mm. Like the Asians have the congee. Yes. Which is some sort of form of porridge. There's oatmeal or like a form of porridge. I think this is similar in that sort of every culture has their own version of this in some way. If I had to describe it right now, I'd go with sandy butter. <laughs> sandy butter. <laughs> Bang on. Sandy Bang butter. On. All right, Connor, what do you think here? I would agree with Mark, but I'd go one step further and say that it's not sandy butter, but it's the batter that then gets made into sandy butter. Mm. It's got that extra thickness where, like, you know, if you steal a little bit of cake batter from the bowl, like pancake batter. Pancake batter. Um, and no offense is made, but it's almost like it fell on the ground and you scooped it back up and you're like, oh, there was something on the ground still. I got, I got sand in my mouth. That's yeah. no, so funny. As, as we're sitting here talking, Bridget's over here just eating away. Well, that's the thing. So, like, I, I meant no offense because that's what I thought after the first bite. You're yeah. not used to it. And it's like a thickness. And I love yogurt, so I don't mind that thicker mm-hmm. texture. But then I was like, all right. And I added some salt like you recommended and then it got better. Mm-hmm. And then I added a little bit of cheese and then I didn't even eat any of those things. Just You keep kind of eat it. And I think when it would uh, go really well with any kind of toppings. Anything you added to it to really kind of get that extra flavor burst in there. What you need to add to this is some bacon and eggs. And then you just kind of shove that off to the side. <laughs> and it'd be fantastic. Yeah. That'd be- so let's, let's get here uh, with Tolleson. I think he's already been digging in over here. Well, uh, I don't know what I want to think about it. Everybody described it clearly. It's like hot meals, maybe. With some sandy, but I I, 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 I enjoyed with with cheese mm-hmm. because well I like cheese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, it's a bit the texture is not my favorite. It's just like uh, hold for babies maybe. Mm-hmm. It's nice after we had some salt and cheese. Yeah, I, I think I I. I agree with Mark. We had I prefer egg with bacon and just put it aside. <laughs> it's not my favorite. So probably you can get used to it after a while. It's a cultural thing, probably. Yes, it you is. Are it is getting, uh, but uh, for me, it's not my favorite. Food. No, totally understand that. Am I the only one that wants seconds? Oh, well, <laughs> we have I, another big bowl down there. I want. I wonder if it's because I been wanting to try grits for so long that the texture doesn't throw me because I kind of knew what to expect. So I'm just focused on the flavor. Mm -hmm. And whereas you over here didn't really know what to expect. So I'm wondering if that's the difference in the the psychology of it. It's very tasty though. Like I like it. You like it? I want to try the different flavors. So as you can hear, my bowl's empty. And I think it also helped that I was up till 4 a.m. with some of you guys, and I'm just starving. Oh, yeah. So I, I would eat the tablecloth right now. Yesterday, someone just uh, drink a glass of vinegar, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all keep an eye out on TikTok channels. I can't remember whose that one was that did the, It was Danielle's. We were playing, like, beer pong, but it was with meeples and not beer, but weird things like apple cider vinegar and sour cream, which I ended up drinking <laughs> a... Salsa, yeah. So keep an eye out on that. For Now, Vanessa, tell them how you eat your grits. So I grew up eating grits and still eat them like this. I make a fried egg runny, and mm. I will mix it all up with the grits, mm-hmm. and I eat okay. them that way. And then we've talked to some other people here. They like to, they don't use, I don't know if they put the salt and pepper in them. They use it with sugar, and a lot of people in the oh. South put sugar on their grits instead of some. Mm-hmm. With sugar can be a different taste, completely different than what we Eat right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Uh, yes. Because the texture is closed, but um, you feel the rice. Okay, the arroz dos is um, sweet rice. Oh, okay. And but it's with milk. You have milk. Here? Yes. Uh-huh. And sugar, a lot of sugar. So mm-hmm. that's why you can. Oh. Eat it. Yeah, and okay. it's also cinnamon in the top. So. Um, 
So it's more of the a texture sweet dish. is closed. Oh, okay. the texture is a dessert. The texture is closed, um, but you feel the rice. It's different here because here you feel sand. It's sand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's the other ground thing ground corn, <laughs> which, which is delicious, which is delicious. Corn, corn. Yes, yeah, corn. I think the other thing corn. is what Mark and I were talking about. What Mark and I were talking about last night when we heard about it was that it's also what you think it's going to be. So when we heard the term grits, we both thought it was more of like the bacon pieces left off of a grill, like when you're scraping oh. all those remains. Well, number one, you, you set up this in your exactly. mind how horrible uh, it's going to be. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. Are you kidding no, me? The I, bacon I pieces off the like, grill? Oh, that sounded great. Those are, those are amazing. So I was expecting like, you know, like a, a darkened, like kind of like oh. half burnt, super crispy experience. And you get this thing that's like way more pudding-like. So it was just like, that's not what I was expecting. And, uh, and just for, since you guys can't see, since we've started this, uh, Vital's already designed a worker placement based on grits. And he, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm yeah, he, looking for the word. He, <laughs> I can't speak this in Portuguese. I can so, express myself much better about what I feel with this. Um, <laughs> so, I was going to say it would make a great game because there's a whole science in the grinding of the corn there are yellow grits yes. there are white grits there's stone ground grits these were water did you see that water ground grits yeah and i don't know what the difference in all that is what and the then there's grits. what we usually use just the cheap quaker instant grits because they just because they cook so much quicker so it looks like sitting at the table we have uh one four four against so that's what 25 percent. No, that's not bad we got 40 60 Oh, okay. That's pretty I'm good. I, yeah, I'll accept I, I, that. I'm sorry. I didn't no, that enjoy it. <laughs> that is quite all right because I've tried other things from other cultures. Like, yeah, that's just not for me. Yeah, it's one of those things if probably. you grow up with it, you kind of get used to it. I want to try some sweet rice now. Sweet rice. But we have even better desserts there. Just like pastel de nata is a pastry that is really sweet also. And people went crazy with that. So... Yeah, not bad. It's amazing. I think it's the best dessert in the world. <laughs> I, pre I prefer cachadas de laranja. Like, oh no, he brought that out. Isn't that half But those nuts are good. They're good. I'm kind of lost right now. We're I, I <laughs> oh yeah, and, and things here. That, so like, me and Vital are both Portuguese, and we both hate it. So that's so. If you look at that, might screw you the percentages, right? Because it's like one hundred percent dislike from Portugal, <laughs> the Portuguese representatives. <laughs> so, but okay. So if we if we break it down like that, two out of three Canadians like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go Team North America. <laughs> Don't forget that he has. I'm half, and I'm a little torn. If he's torn, it's two and a half out of three. I just want to say thank you very much for taking the time and making it this morning for us, and then setting it up so that we could have a taste tester. I really appreciate it. You were so welcome. I'm glad you got to try it. And what you need to do is, if you ever have a chance to come down south, we need to get together. If you like shrimp. Yes. Then yes. shrimp and grits will blow you I want, away. I want some so badly. It's spicy. Oh, I like it. Um, so let's before we uh, finish up, when we tell tell everybody where we can find you. So uh, Mark and Brittany. Uh, well, you can find uh, Board Game Coffee on YouTube. We got a little channel over there, and uh, we do some stuff over on Instagram. We also have a Facebook page you can follow, and it's all under Board Game Coffee. So you go to anything, just search for Board Game Coffee, and you'll see our steaming cup of dice mug. <laughs> and in fact, he is making a little documentary of the weekend, so you might see some of this uh, on his YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So go check out his youtube channel uh james you can find me on instagram at little meeples where we have short form contents for board games that we share and play and see if you like them too my name is vital lacerda i make really light <laughs> games for children uh, <laughs> and you cannot find me anywhere <laughs> uh connor mcgoy inside up games um on behalf of the inside up games team you can find us everywhere at inside up games youtube instagram twitter and facebook um and i'm probably missing one but and we have a couple Kickstarters. Oh my, these people are so good. Yeah. Brittany, thank you. Yeah, we have a Kickstarter that is going from April 4th to the 25th for Terminus, our heaviest game that Vitel has asked to play. I, I will back so, it, for sure. I will back Terminus, for sure. So he said everybody in the world should back it for sure. I just translated for him there. He said it's the best game he's ever played, better than all of his games combined. That is amazing. We also give, uh, Board Game Coffee also gives Terminus a thumbs up from our playthrough so far. We really enjoyed it. 
Wow, thank you, thank you. And I'm Vital Lacerda, <laughs> and you can find me, well, on the usual places like Instagram, Facebook, and Discord. Discord is where I playtest my games, so you are welcome to join me and try my future games. And keep an eye out for uh, Inventions that's coming out on Kickstarter soon from Ingo Griffin Games. Do you know the date for that? Uh, 15 June, I think. I I'm not sure, but <laughs> I think it is. Sometime in yeah. June. Sometime in June. All right. Well, thank you all so much. We do have eggs and bacon downstairs for y'all to go enjoy right now. But now we're going to set up for another taste test. A few moments later. I am excited to have uh, around the table a lot of uh, some familiar voices and, and some familiar faces on uh, YouTube and TikTok and everything. I'm going to go to the first time guest first is we have Grant Lyons, who you may know from on YouTube, a comedian. Grant, hey, uh, thanks for sitting in and enduring this with us. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here and also dreading being here uh, based on what we're about to do together. I'm a wimp and I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I'm happy to be talking to you, uh, slightly worried about what you're going to force me to eat. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's taste buds. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, next beside him is Danielle Stranding, who you know on TikTok, making a lot of cute shorts. Not like this, the ones that you wear, but like video shorts. You may make cute <laughs> shorts too. I haven't worn shorts in like 10 years. Maybe this will be the comeback. This is my new tagline. I wear cute shorts. I suggest jorts. Make them come back. Oh, like Daisy Dukes. Mm. We're going to make you some, some cute shorts. Speaking of jorts. <laughs> Speaking of jorts, right beside him, David way bright from man versus mabel i this is old hat for me i've been on what once oh shut up <laughs> is that true uh no yeah i've been on a few times i am looking forward to this i'm gonna go the opposite of grant though mm -hmm. i'm gonna say i'm gonna take this experience better than anyone at the table wow. oh okay and since you're there why don't you introduce your lovely uh wife who's going to be participating my lovely this. wife who's sitting across from me as you can all see is elisha <laughs> elisha Hello. hello. I'm also excited, and I feel like I'm going to fare better than David. Oh, oh those are big jorts to fill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that boisterous, loud voice you just heard is Rob from Blue Peg Pink Peg. I am also very excited what's going to take place in a couple minutes. All right, so let me ask, how's everybody's tolerance to heat, or do you even like spicy foods? I like it spicy. Foods? I like, I like okay? spicy. No, yeah, foods. That too. I'm very tolerant of bringing the heat. Uh, I don't know if I'm as tolerant of eating the heat. Got it. So, you let me bring some heat, I'll bring it. <laughs> I'll eat it. Yeah. <laughs> you bring it up, he'll You're eat still it. still talking about food? Yeah. All right. So if you could hand me the uh, wrapper to this. So let me explain what this is. I mean, this is just a sweet treat, y'all. This is it's, it's a candy bar. It is a strawberry chocolate candy bar. It just happens to be infused with Carolina Reaper pepper. And what's the name of said candy? This is my favorite part of this whole adventure. Pink mist. We're going <laughs> to be consuming some pink mist. Pink okay. mist. Now, what we have is what looks like a standard chocolate bar in front of you, and it's sectioned off into little pieces. When I went to uh, Pucker Butt, which is the name of the store that I purchased, this Pucker Butt store. It's where he gets his what? jorts. Why? why does, but seriously, why does every hot sauce have, like, those names? The devil's taint, you know? It's like, why? what? Why do we, I don't want to eat that. <laughs> By the way, the devil's taint is not actually that hot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for those who don't know, uh, Pucker Butt is owned by Ed Curry, who invented the Carolina Reaper and also makes a lot of the hot sauces used on the show Hot Ones. Mm. Uh, so he's the one that sources a lot of their stuff. And he's gotten into confectionery. So he has pepper-infused chocolates now that he's come out with. And before us is the hottest one that he makes pink mist. This is the hottest this one? <laughs> this is the hottest one he makes. Why is it mist, though? Like, I am confused on the mist part. So, I'm not sure. Is it because we're going to be crying, sweating? Uh, maybe, but what if you could look at the, uh, it, does it even make sense, the graphic art on the package? Or No, we're being sniped. I think that's because oh, our brain's going to blow I've off. I've got it. Okay. Yeah. Pink mist, it's like a sniper shooting, and all you see is the poof, yeah. blood oh, mist. Um, so this are very inviting and welcoming. <laughs> <laughs> and who exactly is Willie Pete? Uh, that is the manufacturer of said chocolates who, who gets the uh, peppers and I see. The so Willie Pete provided it to Pucker Butt, and now we're going to do pink mist. This is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so everybody just 
dig in. Uh, dig in. Everybody just grab okay, a piece get, of the chocolate. Get a big I one. see that there's pieces that have des- distinct pieces of pepper. I'm taking this one because I see big chunks of red in it. All right, now, now smell it. It doesn't smell it hot, smells right? Delightful. It doesn't smell spicy. That's Wait, surprising. you took a big one? I took a big one. Big old chunk. Everyone, just to be some safety warnings. Try not to touch your eyes after handling this chocolate. I think it's already melted. Definitely in my don't. Touch Good point. Your Are we just popping this whole thing in our mouth? I, I'm willing. Is that Let's how do it. it. Yeah, 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 Here yeah. we go. Three, two, one. Oh boy. Oh, shit. Oh boy. <laughs> Hold on. It tastes good. It does taste good. At first, that is strawberry chocolate with a little bit of a little bit of something on the end of that. I chewed it in and swallowed it as fast as possible oh, to see how, how little of it would touch my mouth. <laughs> you know what? I'm wallowing around a bit. Actually, that's pretty darn good. No. Yeah, yeah, but breathe a little bit, Marty. It's pretty hot. I mean, it's it's hot, but it's... Mine is building. It's coming. Mine is building a Mine lot. Mine is still yeah, building. It's marinating in the mouth. Yeah. My teeth hurt. <laughs> it didn't even touch my lips, but I can feel it in my lips. Oh, I'm starting. Uh, Are you okay? I'm starting to get quite uncomfortable. You look alarmed. <laughs> so everybody does have a, a bottle of water if you wish to break it open. Serious yeah, question. Serious question. Is like water or beer better to drink when Neither. your mouth is on fire? Neither. Milk's the best is what they say. I must say, I, I kind of like it. I want another piece. You're For real? Mm, I think it's good. Okay. Oh, I'm not going to let that fly. What? No. Don't one-up me. I am happy to be the only wimp at the table, okay? I am. I will claim that. I don't need I'm another. Really there a little longer. Uh, maybe it's because the chocolate's so good, the heat's not really getting to it's me. It's creamy. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the, Actually, it's soothed. Yeah, that probably helps. It's soothed. And it's coming back. <laughs> You're like, I regret my decisions. It's soothed, and then it punched again. Yeah, it's, this, I, I think Grant's the one hurting more than anybody else right now. The thing about it is there's like little bits and pieces within the chocolate at different spots. It's not like all uniform. Right. It's sticking like, in my teeth. Yeah, this part is like a big chunk of like clear white, so it's not that bad. Grant, how you doing? Uh, not great. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Feel like I feel like I got a lump in my throat right now. Yeah. Does it? Yeah, can your can your throat seize up? How does that work? Is well, that a I thing mean, that could happen? It, maybe we need to shut this down. We call it EMT if you're feeling No, 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 no. I'm all right. I'm just not happy to be doing this. <laughs> I truly, uh, profusely. Like, really? Yeah. All right. So here's the thing. My thing is, I think it's good hot chocolate. I, I agree. It's good. It's I delicious. like it. Yeah. yeah, you didn't say anything, Alicia. What do you I What do you say? It's okay. Like I'm, I. It's good and creamy. It's spicy, but it's not intolerable. Like I feel like I've had Indian food that's hotter than. This. I feel like yep. I've had hotter Agreed. stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't want to eat a whole candy bar. No. Of no, this. No, 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 no. But what we just did. Yeah. It's not too bad. Now, before we got on, Alicia, you said you tried to look up the Scoville, but you couldn't find it for this particular oh, well, bar. So Carolina Reapers, in general, start at 1.4 million okay. and go up to 2.2 million Scoville. I was looking up other chocolate bars, just in general, and we were looking at maybe 1.5 million. I don't know exactly where this one lands, but either way, I mean, we're in those 1 to 2 million range. I think we should check back in with Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wake him up. Is it normal to have like all your fingers tingling? I definitely feel that oh right now, and I am certainly questioning all of our friendships right now. Okay. Well, before we before we question too many friendships, why don't we go around the table and tell where people can find you? And in case in case you're still around to be be able to do things after this, I will say enjoy your trip to the bathroom later on tonight. Oh, shit. Uh, I didn't even think about that. The devil's tank. I mean, it is. But but he says that to everyone, no matter what we're. Doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. true. That's nothing to do with the chocolate. <laughs> so, Grant, if people want to enjoy your amazing content, they can find me in a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and at Grant's Game Rex. I am drowning in my own saliva right now. <laughs> like, but I will say, nobody's opened a water bottle nope, yet. So, I will not be the no, first. kudos no, to y'all. No. No. I will go down in this. 
fiery flame, like without water. We do have only like three pieces left. So I'm going to go offer it to other people if they want to try it. Absolutely. I want to be a part of offering it to other people. Okay. In fact, we need to pick the right people okay. to offer it to. One of them standing right behind you right now. Oh, <laughs> and who is that? That is Emily from MVM. She is here with us as well. Observing. And that's where you can find all of our beautiful MVM faces is on Man vs. Meeple. And by the way, uh, uh, some people are videotaping this. So that you might be finding it on either Grant or Danielle's channel to see the reaction. You sure will. In all of my sweating glory, which is at Danny underscore Sandring. Find me. Sweating. We will. David? Did you say where you were? I did. I, I said wasn't we attention. were from Man vs. Meeple. I will say, I'm just going to check okay. back in with you on the heat here. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't gotten worse, but it's not going no, away. Oh, Mine, yeah, yeah, mine's, you're fine now? Mine's dissipated. I'm fine. Yeah. Mine's still hanging her out yeah, all over. I'm less drooly. Like, and Alicia's obviously can be found with David. So thank you. Yeah, so, I you can be found she's, with she's the calmest one here. It's like, whatever. Yeah. See, I definitely handled you, it. You better. handled it better. You <laughs> called it. That's fair. That's fair. And I'm Rob at Blue Peg, Pink Peg, and I'm all over the internet, just Blue Peg, Pink Peg, and you'll find us. All right. Once again, thank you all so much. Thank uh, you. Open up your waters and uh, enjoy. No. Nope. I'm not giving him first. <laughs> oh, well, then I think David already has. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Thank you. I'm so glad that everyone tried it. That was a blast to hear everyone's reactions. And Brittany actually took the bag of grits back home with her. Yes, back, took to, a, back, back, to, back to Canada. Yep, yep. And she said, I think she wanted to FaceTime you yeah. so you can teach so, her how to make yep, it. Yep. So we need to do that. But the best for me is when Connor said it was like cake batter that fell on the floor and got sand in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a pretty good description, but of the texture, I think it was more of the the. It was the texture. Yeah, it was the te- That's the thing that a lot of people can't get over. And then, uh, obviously, Grant was hurting with the candy bar. He 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 recovered, y'all. He was he was fine a little bit later, but that was that was pretty hot. So that was pretty much our excursion uh, to the game. Oh, ranch. it was a great time. It mm-hmm. was a great time. Again, just lots to do outdoors. Had the pier for swimming, the smoke pits, the disc golf yeah. course they had canoes kayaks fishing poles super nice owner very just nice came over yeah. and hung out with he, yeah. he's a gamer himself basically he has a software company and he said i wanted to build a ranch for people to come and hang out because he enjoys gaming too and you know what we forgot to say earlier he sat down and played games with people we played scout with him <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's right yeah see there's so many things yeah. that we played yeah. i just can't yeah. remember did you like scout I did. Yeah, I like Scout. That's one of my favorite games from last year. Uh, So there we go. Gamer's Ranch. I think we highly recommend going and uh, checking it out if if you have the means to do so. It's worth going to. And then obviously, all the people that we collaborated with, you want to go follow their stuff and and check out podcasts and videos that's going to be coming out or already out. Vanessa, thank you for going with me. I, I'm glad I didn't have to go by myself and solo that. And yeah. since since Tony left me hanging out dry, and, and it was kind of interesting because it's like Tony was really supposed to go, and then we changed it, and then the the room situation was was kind of odd at that point because <laughs> it was supposed to be me and Tony instead it was you and I, but it all yeah. worked out. I, I do remember there was one point where I pretended to be Tony, and I was like, no. Don't like it. <laughs> Grumpy Tony. Grumpy Tony. I tried to I tried to represent Tony. I tried to represent. <laughs> you didn't do a very good job. Uh oh. It was very convincing. <laughs> so now instead of saying hey, I will say bye y'all.